here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is Joey Mariello. We are here to break down our best bets for NFL Week 11. Let's get right into it. Joey, top five bets against the spread. Kick us off with your number one pick of the week, sir. All right. First one, we've been hot. Let's stay hot. I'm going to go with the Commanders plus three. I think that train keeps on rolling. They're coming off a huge win against a divisional rival. Now they're in a game that they have to win if they want to see their playoff chances. Uh, I think the Texans should be an easy one for them. Chase Young might play. I don't think he's going to, but even if he does, that's another reason why to take the Commanders minus three. All right, so my number five pick of the week is the Houston Texans plus three and a half. So, All right. Uh, yeah, I got plus three and a half on that. This is a great spot in my mind to fade the Washington Commanders. I know that Taylor Heineke's been great, but they're going to Houston plus three and a half is the current line, at least that I have in my contest. I see a three in the marketplace, which only means that the market is moving towards me. Always love to see that. The Houston Texans are criminally underrated. And here's why. Last week, six red zone trips to the, against the New York Giants. They only ended up putting up six points in those six trips. Two red zone turnovers, two field goals. Didn't get anything on the rest of them. So, you know what? Coming back home, I think that they will be able to score some more points on the Washington Commanders. I think the Commanders win by three. Give me 23-20 in that game. But Houston covers the plus three and a half. And I'll give out a little player prop for that game. There's a chance that Derek Stingley does not play for the Houston Texans in this game. That does not necessarily concern me from a line perspective. However, you may want to go and bet Terry McLaurin over 62 and a half receiving yards right now before that news is confirmed. Because if that number, if he does not play, I anticipate that that number will be well over 70 come Sunday. So go ahead and do that bet. That's my player prop lock for the week. Probably the only one that I'll give out on the show this week. All right. Well, going with my number two pick of the week, I'm trying to get to the game. If I do, I will be giving out some signed merchandise if I can. Um, I'm going to the Giants-Lions game at MetLife. Going to have to fade the Giants on this one. I'm going Lions plus three. This is the game that spirals the Giants into a downfall. We've been saying they're overrated for quite a while. Um, I don't think the Giants are going to be able to keep up with the Lions, just high pace offense. I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game, but I'm going to go with the Lions plus three. I think it's it's this is going to be the downfall. What do you think about that total of 45 in this one? I kind of like it's tough because the Giants offense can be really bad, but the Lions defense can also be really bad. So this one's tough. I'm probably going to stay away from it. If I had to choose, I'm going to go with the over because I think it's going to be a shootout of just terrible defense, but. I like the Lions. Yeah, the Lions seem to be a good spot in the market right now. Uh, I'm thinking about, we'll get to the round robin money line later, but there's a chance that the Lions sneak in there. I'm debating a couple. I might do this on the fly live on the podcast. Uh, 45 for the total. I kind of like the New York Giants under 24 team total in that game. Uh, I think if they win, it'll be low scoring, and they're probably not going to put up more than 24. And if they lose, I think it'll be like uh, the Lions win like 27-24. Maybe we get a push out of it. Uh, So give me the under 24 total for the New York Giants. All right. My number one pick on the board, go back to this. 
I've said it all week. I'm going to continue saying it. You know where I'm going. The Dallas Cowboys, minus one, minus one and a half, wherever you want to get that, against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. This is what we call a perfect Goldilocks. This is a perfect spot. All the public going to come in on Minnesota. The line is moving towards Dallas. Dallas is on the road off of a loss. Minnesota's at home off of a win. Perfect spot to fade all of that combined. Also, I don't have to get the 10 a.m. spot or the 1 p.m. Eastern spot with Kirk Cousins. The game's at 4.30. Guess what? Love fading Kirk Cousins in that spot. Also, you may have heard this little birdie say this. Justin Jefferson's a little bit banged up. He will not be 100% in this game. And Christian Derrissaw, the left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, is out with a concussion. This is a perfect, perfect spot for the Dallas Cowboys in this game. So give me the Dallas Cowboys money line, minus one, minus one and a half, first half, uh, minus a half, first half money line. I don't care. Dallas is going to absolutely dominate in this game. And just like I said a couple weeks ago when I did the crazy prediction, oh, the Bengals are going to win by 30 in this game. All right, I'm not going to go that far, but the Dallas Cowboys win this game by 10-plus points. Easy. Everybody and their mother is going to take the Minnesota Vikings from plus one to plus seven as a teaser piece. You know what happens when it seems that easy? Vegas going to come get you, buddy. So I think Dallas wins this game by 10 plus points. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. This is such a trap bet for everyone yes. saying Vikings beat the Bills. This team's hot, eight and one. Kirk Cousins, MVP. Absolutely not. This is such a fade spot. And the cherry on top, like you mentioned, the game's not at one o'clock. Fade Kirk Cousins. I'm with you 1000%. I love that bet. Um, going with my number three pick on the board. This one's tough. I don't know. I, I couldn't take the spread, but I'm going to go with the Bengals money line at minus 170. The spread scares me because we know how bad the Bengals play against the Steelers. But come on, you are not losing twice to the Steelers, especially after getting embarrassed. It's a perfect spot to bounce back. Divisional game. Doesn't matter that Jamar's out. Going to go with the Bengals money line. No, I had the Bengals written down minus four as one of my top five picks. And then I saw some information that came out about how much money from Sharps is on the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus four and has driven this number down from plus five and a half to plus four. And it scared me off. I am going to bet the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to wait. I'm hopefully going to see a three and a half or a three. But I agree with you. Week one, Pittsburgh played great and got a win at Cincinnati. I think there's a little revenge spot here going on. I know Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin, Rob Ross spot, whatever, they're at home. They play better there. I think there's a chance that Bengals just come in here and absolutely wax them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I'm a little scared, too. It's not why it didn't make my top five, but uh, I might be falling into a trap here, but I kind of like the Bengals, too. There you All go. right, my number, two, my number two pick on the board, uh, New England Patriots minus three. There's no reason that this makes any sense to me, ah. and here, here's why. The New England Patriots – were favored by three last time on the road at the New York Jets. And now they're only favored by three at home to the New York Jets. What the hell happened? The Jets beat the Buffalo Bills. Okay. And then the Patriots beat the Indianapolis Colts like 29-0 or 29-3. What has really – what's changed? What's changed? There's been no significant injury. Give me the Patriots all day, minus three. The line makes absolutely no sense to me. I had this line at four. You give me four and a half. I don't care. I know the Jets are, are really good and young and tasty, whatever. Zach Wilson, two weeks for Bill Belichick to prepare for Zach Wilson. Give me a fucking break. He's going to cover this game. This one scared me. I stay away from this. I kind of wanted to go Jets because in the first time they played, 
it was almost the Jets. A roughing the passer call got a pick six turn back. That game could have been way different. But then again, what I think this game is, is Vegas dangling the bait in front of everyone's face, saying this is finally the game the Jets get revenge on the Pats. Haven't won in years. This is finally it. Bullshit. Pats win the game. I'm not going to go with the spread, but I definitely think this, this game's going to be all Patriots. Um, number four pick on the board, the toilet bowl, the shit bowl. Quote, unquote, somebody has to win this game bowl. Raiders versus the Broncos. I'm going to go with the Raiders plus two and a half. Denver, bottom three offense in the league. Not saying the Raiders is anything better, but they're coming off an emotional week. We saw Derek Carr clearly talking about changing the culture in that locker room. The team looks good when they're clicking on offense. I think that's going to happen this week. Give me the Raiders plus two and a half, maybe even money line. I, if you're going to play the Raiders at plus two and a half, you should absolutely play the money line. That makes too much sense. And you know what? They are in my round robin as an underdog at that plus 125. I like it. They didn't quite make my top five, but I will absolutely be betting. I actually see a three in the marketplace for the Raiders right now, and I'm going to go smash it after this podcast because I love that bet. There's no way that – well, there's a way, but there's a very small chance that Denver is able to win this game and put up enough points, even against this porous Raiders defense, where they're able to win by more than three points. I And, oh, as always, we go back to Denver, Josh McDaniels' revenge game. They fired him. Yep. I think everything – I think the Raiders are going to be ready to roll in this game. I could see them easily winning this, and I kind of like the plus two and a half as well. Didn't quite make the top five, but it is close. All right, my number three pick of the week, the Indianapolis Colts plus seven, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles run D. I know that they signed in Dominican Sue and Linville Joseph, whatever. They're not going to be ready to play. They just got signed yesterday. The game's on Sunday. Jonathan Taylor and this new-look offensive line with Jeff Saturday in charge is going to come out and absolutely run it down the Eagles' throat. I think the Eagles can still win the game, but I like the under generally in this game. I think that the Colts at home, plus seven. Give me that all day. Also, Monday night football, the the Eagles just played, and now they got to travel. This is – it's just not a great spot for the Eagles. There's way too many points at home. The market is clearly not valuing Indianapolis as we should on a macro level without Frank Reich, without some of the distractions in that locker room. We thought before the season this would be a team that could compete for the AFC South title. They still didn't lose that many players. They're getting healthier. I think that plus seven, they can get this done. Yeah, I like the pick too. I think the Colts could easily sneak their way in to a winning season. And like you mentioned, it is a short week for the Eagles. They just got punched in the mouth by the commanders. You've been saying for a while now that I think, I think you said this, that you don't think the Eagles are what they should be when it comes to record. I think the Eagles are going to come down just like the giants. They're going to start losing games and this is not going to be a one loss team the whole entire year. Love the Colts, love the under. And um, yeah, I like I like the pick. I like the pick. Under under 45 and a half. Yeah, what I said on the hot takes uh, hotline a couple of weeks ago was everybody thought the Eagles would go undefeated. I said, I think that they're going to go like 13 and four or 14 and three. It's just how the NFL works. You're going to run into some stumbling blocks. You're at the middle of the season. People are like, oh, well, I can see the playoffs. They're not paying attention as much. They're going to lose a couple of games. It happens. Yep, 100%. All right. And my last pick, I'm going to roll with the Bears plus three. Fair like enough. Bears. Justin Fields kind of blew the game last week, and it, it's a shame because he was playing so good the past couple weeks. Their offense was clicking. Their offense was moving, and they were putting up a shit ton of points. Bounce back week for Justin Fields. I think the Bears uh, plus three is an easy cover, and yeah, I'm rolling with it.
I, I have had a very difficult time wrapping my head around what, how I think this game is going to play out because Atlanta, in theory, can do things to keep Justin Fields off the field. Their running game is excellent. The Chicago's Bear defense is absolutely atrocious at this point. The best way to beat the Bears at this point is to keep Fields off of the field. And I think that Mariota is going to find some success against this Bears defense. However, Justin Fields is the most electric player in the NFL right now. He's coming home. He's from Atlanta. He originally went to Georgia. This could be a full showout game for Justin Fields. So if you like the over, I would bet the Bears. If you like the under, you bet the Falcons. You pair them up. Either way, I think that you're going to win on those sides. I can't imagine a game where the Atlanta covers a three and it's an over. All right. I like it. My last pick of the week, Chargers plus five and a half hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. This is fairly simple for me. This has nothing to do with Herbert. Well, it has a little bit to do with Herbert, but not really. So Patrick Mahomes, when he's a favorite of over three and a half, is below 500 against the spread. Justin Herbert in his career against Kansas City Chiefs against the spread, four and one. This line, when they played week two, was Chargers plus three and a half at Kansas City. So now it's plus five and a half in L.A.? Is there really that much of a difference? Keenan Allen or Mike Williams will be back in this game. One of them, definitely. It might be both of them. If both of them are playing, completely changes how the Chargers want to attack offensively. Meanwhile, other side of the ball, no McCole Hardman. Probably no Juju because he's out with the concussion. So we're down to Travis Kelsey and Kadarius Toney and a bunch of shit in the running back room. I think there's a chance the Chargers win this game outright. The Chargers are desperate. They need this win. The Chiefs, best team in the NFL right now. They can afford to lose a game. I think that the Chargers come out here and play their best game of the season. It'll be close, but the plus five and a half all day, I'll take that. Yeah, the Chargers were playing them pretty well week two and then up until the pick six in the fourth quarter. But, yeah. yeah, I like the pick. I like the over two. Watching both of these teams going against each other is pretty electric to begin with. Herbert is also recovering from that rib injury. It's been bothering him all year, apparently. So that's another reason why I also like Herbert's over in passing yards, which I usually stay away from usually because it's so high. And it's just a, you know, it's something that I tend to fade. But this week, primetime game, rivalry. I like the over in the passing yards too. All right, let's move over to our totals and teasers for the week that we are interested in. The totals that I have already bet this week. There's one that is completely unavailable but I'll say it anyways, and the rest are more or less available. Pittsburgh under 20 and a half first half. Philadelphia against the Colts over 44. It's now 45 and a half. I know that you mentioned that you like the under in that game, so maybe we'll disagree there. I bet Baltimore, or Buffalo over 42 before the game got moved. It is now 49 and a half. I feel very great about that, but can't, they can't advise you to bet it anymore. I will say that them playing on that faster in Detroit, like we may see a lot of points if Buffalo can ever actually get out of Buffalo and get to Detroit. That game might just not happen at all at this point. Um, Dallas over 23 and a half first half and over 47 for the game. I think that number is 48 right now. I would still bet it to 48. I would bet that to 48 and a half. Chicago under 24 and a half first half and under 49. This was all bit predicated on me thinking that Atlanta – was going to dominate the game on the ground, slow it down. Fields is going to run a lot. So I don't think that we may see as many touchdowns, and that clock is just going to keep moving. Um, I think that's it for my totals. What do you have on the board? Quick question. I got to ask you. 
from a Vegas standpoint, does that scare you that you have this over in the Bills game at such a great number? No, why? I I, I feel like this is such a Vegas trap because they're coming out saying that they're not refunding any bets that changed anything. Now you're playing in an indoor stadium, fast turf with one of the most explosive offenses in the league. I don't know. So I, I something fishy might happen. But I, but I have it at 42. Like, no, I'm not mad or worried about it at all. If I lose, I lose. Great. It's fine. Are you going fine. to bet the in-between? The middle? I'm gonna try are you going to try to – are you going to try to hit the middle or no? Probably n- live. Okay, I would bet it live if they score a lot of points early. So if it gets like the live lines like 57 or something like that, I would create a bigger middle for myself. But I don't think there's a big enough middle. 44, 45, 47, 48, 49 are all kind of – maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting right. question. I haven't thought about it. All right. Um, all right. So I like the under 38 and a half in the Jets-Patriots game. I think that game's going to be all defense, low scoring. I like the under in the Commanders-Texans game. Uh, I like the Commanders. You know that. But still think it's going to be pretty shitty football. I like the over in the Rams-Saints game which is pretty low. It's 38 and a half. Um, I like the not going to touch the Bills game, and I like the over in the Cowboys-Vikings game. All right. Uh, yeah, Dallas Cowboys-Minnesota over 48 and a half right now. That would be the limit at which I would bet that. All right, teasers that I like this week. Houston plus nine, Chicago plus nine, Vegas plus eight and a half, San Francisco minus two, and Buffalo minus one or one and a half. All of those combinations. My favorite actually would be if you can do a six and a half point teaser on Buffalo minus one and the Vegas Raiders plus nine. That would be the one that I would smash this week. Yeah, I like that. Other bets that I've made thus far this week. Uh, I guess that's kind of it on Buffalo minus seven and a half. Uh, I bet that when I thought that the game was going to be in the snow, it is not. I don't like that number as much anymore. I wouldn't bet it. I don't know how I feel about this game from a spread perspective being in uh, Detroit. All right. You want to get to the round robin? Let's get to the round robin. Uh, Round robin for this week. So I did threes and fours. Total is 175 buy-in. Again, if you do $5, the payout on this one is $4,246. It is a massive one. Let's go. Let's go. Indianapolis plus 250. Chicago plus 140. Houston plus 140. Dallas minus 125, the Chargers plus 190, and the Las Vegas Raiders at plus 120, $175 to win 4246 on threes and fours. Let's get it, baby. That's going to be a big one, a monster. Uh, Quickly, want to talk about Survivor. Basically, if you're in it at this point, congratulations, you're going to make a lot of money. The two teams that I have circled this week that you can use comfortably would be Baltimore at home hosting Carolina, and then the San Francisco 49ers. In Mexico City, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. You know, it's a divisional game, but it's still eight points. I think San Francisco is about to go on a big roll. We talked about this last week. So um, give me the 49ers in that one. All right. You want to recap all of our bets? Yep. Let's do it. All right. My five best bets for this weekend Commanders minus three, Lions plus three, Bengals money line, Raiders plus two and a half. That's my lock. And then the Bears plus three. All right. My number one pick and my lock for week 11 is the Dallas Cowboys at minus one. Then we're going to go to the New England Patriots minus three. Indianapolis plus seven. 
the Chargers at plus five and a half, and the Houston Texans at plus three and a half. That does it for Gambling with Gold. This week, NFL Week 11 Best Bets. As always, good luck on your bets. Let's get this money, baby. Talk to you soon, Jeff. Let's do it.